Good Monday morning. Recently, a comedian slash nighttime talk show host referred to followers of Christ as people of having mass delusion. And you know, as as Christ followers, we've been labeled a lot of things through the years. And so I just wanted to speak candidly to some of you who may be watching this that uh, have heard these labels of people who call themselves Christians, and maybe you've even believed them, and offer you maybe a different perspective in what's being propagated. And there are a lot of labels being propagated against Christians today that um, honestly have taken my breath away. And the thing I've learned about when we label things is then we can dismiss them. We can just write them off, cancel them, which is what we're seeing a lot of in this culture. If I can label you something that I don't like, then I can dismiss you. I can cancel you and not have to deal with you. One of the labels Christians have gotten a lot through the years is fanatics. Oh, those Christians are just a bunch of crazy people. But you know, fanaticism, theologian John Stott, uh, great man of God and great biblical scholar, he, he wrote an interesting definition on fanaticism. He said fanaticism is when there is an unreasoned or unintelligent wholeheartedness. But what if I told you that it's more of a zeal that people have who follow Christ? Because yes, zeal engages your heart, but zeal doesn't throw reason out the window. In fact, scripture says, let us come and reason together. But zeal is something that has been personally impacted by a power and a pursuit, and it wants you to encounter what it has encountered because it's been so um, beautifully and wholeheartedly transformed. See, fanatics follow something blindly, but people who have zeal follow because their life has been transformed. There's a story in the Gospel of John chapter four about a Samaritan woman, and she's kind of the outcast of society. She's been married five times. She's living with a man now that isn't her husband. And so in that culture, the women would go to the well to get their water, and they would go every morning when it was cool because it was one more trek. But this woman, because she was an outcast, had to go in the heat of the day. And one day she gets there and there's Jesus sitting at the well. And he begins to engage her in conversation. He asks her if she'll give him a drink of water. Well, the thing about it is Jews and Samaritans did not speak. They had canceled each other. They had nothing to do with each other. And she said, what are you doing speaking to me? And what happens is this beautiful dialogue between two people um, 
Jesus asking questions, her challenging him, and him finally looking at her and telling her that this water that she's come up there to get is gonna leave her thirsty, but he has a water that will cause her to never thirst again. And by the time that he lets her know that he knows the truth of her story, she is so fundamentally impacted. And then he reveals himself as the Messiah. And in a moment, all of the shame and pain of her past is washed away by this revelation that she's just encountered the Messiah. And do you know what she does? She goes back to her city and she becomes the first evangelist in all of scripture. And she says, come and see a man who told me everything I've ever done. And the reason that she does this, the reason that her heart is so full of zeal is because her life has just been transformed by this Jesus that she has encountered. And that's what's happened to every follower of Christ and why they have trouble keeping their mouth shut about this Jesus that they love is because each person could tell you their story of how he came in. For me, it was to the broken places of my sin and my past and my shame and how he busted up after my divorce and totally set my heart free from the pain and shame of that journey and how he's been with me through all the challenging seasons of my life and the wreckages that I've made of my own heart. And he's knit it back together and he's loved me in ways that only the person that created me could love me. And he's revealed things to me and he's protected me and he's directed me and he has spoken to me and he's healed me. And how could I keep that to myself? And so it's not this unreasoned, illogical, irrational um, following of something that I do blindly. It is a zeal, it is a zeal for the Lord that does not want anyone not to know this Jesus that transforms the most painful and broken places of our heart. One of my favorite passages of scripture is 2 Corinthians 5, verse 13 through 15, and it says, If we are insane, it is for God's sake. If we are sane, it is for your sake. For Messiah's love has hold of us because we are convinced that one man died for all mankind and that he did this on behalf of all of us so that those of us who live should not live any longer for ourselves, but for the one who died on our behalf and was raised. See, when you come to know Jesus, you're no longer living for yourself. It's why Christians believe the things that they do, because we believe the Word of God is true. And we want others to know, and we don't, we no longer live for ourselves. We now live for this Jesus who has transformed us. And then verse 15 finishes this way. It says, the Messiah has reconciled mankind to himself and has given us the work of reconciliation. And so in the life of a believer, our heart, our calling, is for others to know this Jesus that has so extravagantly transformed us. 
We don't do it because we threw our brain over the fence, as my friend Packer would say. We do it because when our lives have been so undeniably transformed, our broken places have been healed and restored, that we would be heartbroken if those who needed it didn't know. So my prayer is that we all would get rid of those labels that would cause us to discard people. And we, we would become curious about what's inside of people. That's a zeal that cannot be denied. If your heart was encouraged today, please know that we have many other resources available for you. You can discover all of those at reclaiminghearts.org.